Welcome to the new to crypto podcast designed to guide you through the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy created for the new and intermediate crypto investor. Join your host crypto travels Michael as he takes you through the different facets of getting started and succeeding in your crypto journey. New to Crypto Podcast brings you new episodes daily, Monday through Friday, with surprise bonus episodes sometimes on the weekend. Let me ask you, are you new to crypto? Don't know where to start? Are you more experienced but have questions? Then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Coming at you from the Trading Center in the Lifestyle Design Studio, here's your host, Crypto Travels Michael. Welcome to today's episode. This podcast has now been heard in 98 countries and 1,100 cities around the world, so I thank you for listening and tuning in and making this one of the fastest-growing podcasts and shows in crypto. Today's episode is all about what are oracles in crypto. So let me ask you, what is an oracle? Well, an oracle is a service offered by third parties that provides external information and allows smart contracts to essentially make decisions, if you will. It's like a command. Oracles are usually outside of the blockchain. When smart contracts need more data, and this data is not found on the blockchain, they basically resort to certain external sources. And these external sources are what we know as blockchain oracles or oracles in blockchain or oracles in crypto. Blockchain oracles work to automate processes with information that is not in an initial order. Smart contracts need extra information of what makes an exception, and they use blockchain oracles for this. There are several types of blockchain oracles. Depending on the source from which they obtain the data that they need, there's hardware blockchain oracles, which are linked to information sources that come from scanners and barcodes, etc. And they will be in charge of verifying and translating this information into certain numerical values so that smart contracts can make certain decisions afterwards. There's also software blockchain oracles. These are very popular and are linked to non-physical information sources, such as databases, websites, servers, etc. They also translate information for smart contracts and their action. The next one is inbound blockchain oracles, and those seek sources of information from the outside world in general. There's also outbound blockchain oracles, which provide smart contracts with the ability to send data to the outside world. There's also consensus blockchain oracles, which obtain data from prediction markets. Chainlink, for example, is a decentralized distributed oracle network that makes it possible for off-chain data to connect to the blockchain and also vice versa, the other way around. So Chainlink makes it possible to connect different chains together. Chainlink manages to compensate for the shortcomings of many blockchains and plays an important role in connecting them to external systems, basically off-chain systems, or connecting them to each other. In this way, functioning as middleware, if you will, Chainlink manages to solve the problem of data transfer. For this reason, Chainlink is conceived as a decentralized 
distributed Oracle, as it provides a secure, reliable, and decentralized solution for data transmission between the real world and the digital world. The operation principle of Chainlink is based on a network of nodes called Chainlink nodes. Its function is to feed the smart contracts operating within the Ethereum network with the data obtained coming from one or several events in the real world. In addition, Chainlink uses the incentive policy as a data protection measure. In this way, it seeks to avoid malicious manipulations or bad practices with the data obtained. Thus, a financial compensation is established as an incentive for correct answers from node operators. In other words, the more reliable and accurate the information, the more valuable the economic compensation will be. It is expected that Chainlink will continue to grow steadily because, thanks to its great performance, it has been adopted by many different projects, both large and small, and companies throughout the entire blockchain and crypto sphere. Some of the companies that have adopted it is Google, Oracle, Swift, which is the Society for International Banking Communications, and BSN, China's state-owned blockchain services network. So let me break down what BAN protocol is and how that ties in. BAN protocol is an open source Oracle blockchain project that aggregates and connects real world data and APIs to smart contracts. BAN protocols blockchain, which is called BAN chain, is capable of processing thousands of transactions per second and is able to send Oracle data across multiple blockchains. The team has put a lot of hope and investment into their Oracle and says it is an extremely important tool within their ecosystem. So BAN protocol aims to be the data infrastructure layer for Web 3.0 applications by making data available for querying on the blockchain using delegated proof of stake or DPoS to ensure data integrity. BAN protocol was born as a competitor to Chainlink and it has several differences that make it up as a challenger. The main difference is that BAN protocol version two or V2 uses its own blockchain. Banchain, which is based on Tendermint, and it operates within the Cosmos ecosystem. The flexible design of BAN protocol oracles allow developers to use any real-world data, including sporting events, weather conditions, random numbers, and more. In fact, developers can create custom oracles using something that they have called WebAssembly. So the use and importance of oracles has become extremely important in the crypto sphere because they feed from external systems vital information into blockchains that smart contracts may need to execute under specific conditions. The growing need for oracles represents the continued expansion of blockchain systems into practical and real-world world use cases. There are several different crypto projects which also use oracles. Synthetics would be one of them. I have a previous episode all about synthetics that I highly recommend you listen to that if you have not. Basically, Synthetics uses decentralized oracles as well in their project. Mir Protocol is another one, which Mir runs on Terra's blockchain. And I also did it an episode all about Mir Protocol, and I highly recommend you listen to that one if you haven't. Both of those projects use oracles, and they illustrate the importance of oracles with blockchain and in the crypto sphere. 
So I hope today's episode has been informative and has really kind of helped you give an overview of what is an oracle. What is an oracle in crypto? So if you like today's episode, definitely like and subscribe to the podcast. My team and I are working hard about providing you excellent content and helping you grow in your crypto journey. So definitely tune in here tomorrow and I'll join you here. Until then, make it a great day. Thanks for tuning in to New to Crypto Podcast. If you like the episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out at newtocrypto.io. Head over to our site, newtocrypto.io, to access the resources mentioned in each episode. Until next time, remember to navigate the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy.